This is the Frog for Life podcast. I'm your host, Rob Berline. Um, you know, they actually took me without any standardized text testing, which is amazing in itself. Um, I had an interview with the Dean of Admissions, as well as um, just some interviews, and they trusted me to go on with this degree. You know, we said we'd try it for a semester. That is the voice of Sam Hong, who was only 16 years old when he received his bachelor's degree in piano performance from TCU in 2011. Sam has gone on to perform his music internationally and is currently pursuing a doctorate degree for the Peabody Conservatory in Baltimore. I grew up in South Korea. I started learning the piano from the age of four or so, although before that, I had actually started just messing around, just playing the keys a little bit. We had a little brown piano at home, and that's how I started. But my aunt was my first teacher when I was four years old. Um, I moved with my family to the United States when I was eight years old, and we lived in Texas, and I met... Uh, by recommendation, John Owings, who is the chair of piano at TCU now, and, and was back then as well. And uh, I was studying with John, and things were going really well. My family moved away from Texas to California, um, to Southern California, and it was a little bit hard for me to find a new piano teacher there. Um, you know, things just weren't working out in general. And I had found out that my parents um, and John and his wife Cordelia had been emailing each other, trying to set up an arrangement where I would come and live with John and Cordelia at their house in Fort Worth. Uh, Long story short, it actually became a reality, kind of a crazy idea. But, um, and that soon turned into my coming to TCU, which happened kind of unexpectedly. You know, I was in a public middle school when I was uh, 12 years old, uh, that's when I came. I actually came to, to Texas to live with John and Cordelia when I was 11 years old. Um, I was in a public middle school and things weren't going so hot. Um, I, I was trying to fit in, but, um, you know, I was getting bullied at this school and, um, and uh, the Owings thought maybe it would be best if they pulled me out of the school. And so I got pulled out of the school. Uh, and we were trying to figure out what to do. And coming to TCU as, uh, to take some classes was one of the options we thought of, um, which soon turned into actually enrolling there as a full-time student. You know, they actually took me without any standardized text testing, which is amazing in itself. Um, I had an interview with the Dean of Admissions as well as um, just some interviews and they trusted me to go on with this degree. You know, we said we'd try it for a semester. And um, when I first started out, I was actually a math and piano performance double major. Math has been something I always loved my entire life. Uh, But I gave that up after about a year and a half. Um, after my first performance with orchestra, which was the TCU Symphony Orchestra, 
And um, after that, I realized this is piano. That is piano is something I need to do for the rest of my life. And so here I am. So Sam decided to enroll in TCU. While he was prepared academically, was there still a question of if he would fit in socially? I guess in different ways. I, I think when kids are in middle school, it's a bit more prim- primitive, the kinds of interactions and um, bullying that happens in middle school are quite different from from the social interactions in college. Of course, it wasn't easy, um, but I found it pretty peaceful, and I, I got a lot of attention as a little kid. Uh, you know, people would say, "Oh, who's that kid? Is he taking some classes from high school?" But uh, but I wasn't right. I was, uh, you know, um, four four foot six or whatever at the time, and you know, just a little kid there. Um, but I actually got along with the students okay, and um, I think it was I think it was really good. So talk about that that social life aside from the classroom and kids seeing you as the four foot six kid with a backpack, uh, with the ba- with the books too heavy for him. Did you go to any social events like maybe football games or things outside of orchestra and 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 you know just things outside the classroom? You know, I don't have that many regrets in my life, and this is also not one of my regrets, but I've never been to a TCU football game. You know, actually, so I didn't take part in, in the, you know, parties or, you know, because I mean, I'm, I'm a kid, 12 years old <laughs> at this point, not going to go drink alcohol at a frat party or anything like that. You know, the, the music school is kind of inherently social in itself because we have a, a studio, which is, a, you know, the group of maybe 10, 12, 13 students who all studied with the same major teacher advisor. And that's in my case, John Owings. And so we did a lot of things together and, and um, I used to play tons of ping pong. And I, so I met a lot of friends that way. And actually one of my, my, my best friends was still my best friend to this day. Um, just graduated from, from TCU um, with a doctorate in uh, biomedical and his name is Hong Doan. And uh, he's, He's been, he was a great friend to me. We met when I was, I think, 16, and he was 24 then. I know you had to do your piano courses, but also to get a degree from TCU, you have to do the generic math and English and things like that. So how was it, you know, getting interacting in the regular classes that were maybe outside your comfort zone than just, you know, playing the piano? You know, I always liked going to school since I was younger, and um, so... It really wasn't that bad. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be really, really hard, but um, I think it was quite doable. So at the age of 16, while most kids his age were learning how to drive a car, Sam was graduating from college and preparing to enter graduate school. Well, the graduation uh, happened, and like kids who graduate when they're 22, uh, at the normal age, uh, you know, I'm sure that most of them don't know what they're doing either. Um, it just happened by chance. Uh, I met the teacher that I'm studying with now, Leon Fleischer. He came to a piano festival that we have here at TCU in the summer called Piano Texas. And um, I was participating in a, a master class with him. And right after the master class, I gave him a CD of uh, some playing I had done and said, I want to come study with you. 
um, and uh, he sent me an email and said, come play for me in Baltimore. While Sam may have first burst onto the scene as a young academic, enrolling in school at the age of 11, graduating at 16, and then going down to graduate school, he also is an international performer for which his music has prepared him. Well, the life of a performer is definitely in big phases. I mean, there's a lot of phases where it's quiet, like right now where I'm speaking, which uh, which at the time is two weeks of just vacation, which doesn't happen very often. And then sometimes I'll be doing uh, five different concerts in five days, consecutive days in different places, different music. Um, but uh, honestly, I... Um, and the thing I enjoy the most is collaborating with other musicians, maybe string players, generally string players, you know, violinists, cellists. Um, and uh, I've been doing a lot going that direction. One of my most recent projects is an agency called Creative Concert Group, where we're um, bringing together the best students and alumni from from the music conservatories in the areas and bringing them together for concert programs, you know, a special surprise in each program. And uh, so that's been taking up a lot of my time recently. It's, it's honestly, it's very joyful work. It's, it's really, um, I think it's a life well spent so far. And so talk about that travel schedule. I know you're, you still go to school right now. You're on vacation, but you just got back from Switzerland. So talk about just the busyness of, how you're get, going in so many different cities and also, you know, trying to focus on school and other things like that. Well, with all due respect to schooling, um, at the moment I have no choice because, you know, I only have 100% of energy in a given day. And so I have to kind of focus more on my real life activities rather than getting an A, B or C in school, which I, I don't really get C's so I can do well enough, whatever that means personally. Um, and then to spend most of my energy on, on the projects that are, uh, that fuel my creative. And so your, was this creative project, was this something you came up with or was this just kind of a joint thing that you joined? No, this is something I came up with myself. Uh, one day I thought, honestly, I was looking at one particular chord. It's just a C minor chord. And uh, I thought to myself, what are all the different ways I could give this to different instruments? And that turned into making an arrangement of a Beethoven concerto, which is uh, originally for piano and orchestra, and turning that into piano and string quartet. Um, and I had some performances of that, and people thought it was really unique. And um, that idea kind of lay dormant for a few years, but... Um, after a while, kind of that enjoyment and also the kind of business aspect of calling up your friends, hiring them to do this show for you that you've curated yourself, all these things, it was kind of a consummation of all of my um, creative desires to play the piano, to, to play collaboratively with others, to arrange music, um, to bring people together, to be a helpful um, catalyst in that way. Um, it all just came together to become one one unit and uh, so then that becomes the driving force of my life aside from his musical performance sam is also quite proficient at this business aspect as well and that is something he is hoping to share with other musicians well 
buying flights is not very hard. Uh, but uh, but the aspect of booking concerts and negotiations that's never easy. But um, but it's something that I think we should all learn. Actually, I'm looking into uh, start coaching others in how to be better business people as musicians, and um, just something to to help others with the experience that I've gained. With all of his international experience and success, just what else is there for Sam to learn? Well, I think most of the learning comes from experiences rather than books in our case. Um, and also, uh, this is going to sound really corny, but uh, learning about the piano, it just comes from spending time with the piano, or shall I say at the piano. And um, as we change physically also our relationship with the piano and how we play the piano changes and so that's a growing process and uh, it's really a lot of fun I try to um, as far as business goes because that's always important um, otherwise we wouldn't have any concerts if we didn't have involvement with that side which is a really unpopular thing actually people think just play the piano do what you love and, and your career will follow no false totally false um, but I, in terms of the business aspect of it, I try to take knowledge from every source that I can. So, so the piano is the relationship with the piano is just such a personal and uh, long-term one. And I think music business is just like any other business. It is hard to see yourself in that way, yeah, because we want to see ourselves as people who make music. Um, and to turn yourself or to see yourself as a product is not for everyone a very pleasant experience. But mm. um, I think it's a very interesting one. So it sounds like you have a very personal relationship with the with the piano, and it's this is more of a a career of love rather than this is a something you make yourself do. Is that right? That's right. And so currently you say you're on vacation. Typically when people are on vacation, they do something they love. Or do you give yourself a break from the piano when you don't have to perform? Uh, well, what I get to do on my time off is invest time into trying different things at the piano. Um, I mean, as well as new business ideas and things like that. Honestly, I guess what this means is that my work is enough that it is also my hobby and, um, you know, when I have shows coming up, then I have to practice the music for those things. But if I don't have anything coming up, I can experiment, try new things, um, you know, have time to explore new ideas. And that's what I'm enjoying doing. And I know you, you said earlier you're in Texas now. Um, do you come back to the TCU campus often? Uh, I do to catch up with friends, sometimes go to the gym and play ping pong there, see my old friends, you know, visit the music building and things like that. It's it's. There's so many memories there for me. And that brings us back to where we started. Sam started his educational journey so young. Does he believe that is a path that everyone should follow? I think everyone can do it until proven otherwise. Um, I do think that people rise up to the expectations or what's required at a given time. And so I actually personally um, wish that we... Uh, encouraged a more flexible and um, flexible pace of learning uh, rather than being, having education be standardized. 
um, and you know if, if someone were in the same situation that I was 11 and starting college you know I would just tell them to have a good time and you know um, enjoy the experiences and learn from all the experiences get a lot of experiences because um, nothing can make up for having done something and is that one of the business ideas that eventually you'll explore? I guess so. I mean, I think there are certain things that really helped me in my music that I don't see commonly in music education. And so um, going forward, you know, uh, I have my first kind of teaching at a college level coming up this coming semester in the residency with University of Maryland, um, Baltimore County. And so I look forward to kind of exploring innovation and teaching as well. I think it's going to be really, really uh, a telling experience. With Sam being both a performer and a soon-to-be professor, which career path does he see himself following? I think they go hand in hand. I don't think you can have one without the other because we're trying to teach people how to perform. Um, And so I want to kind of give people a holistic education later on. I wouldn't say the goal is to become necessarily a professor, although it's looking that way because in my field, doing a doctorate in piano kind of a prerequisite for being a professor, but it's really what you're doing person to person than just becoming a professor. With all the success and acclaim he's achieved at the age of 24, where does Sam see himself in the next five to 10 years? I didn't realize 24 was such a short time. (laughs) Five to 10 years? Oh, gosh. You know, I I think I, I would consider I would consider it arrogant to to say that I I think I know what could possibly happen in the next five or ten years. I mean, I can try to plan ahead all I want, but uh, that's not how life works. Um, I will just keep doing what I'm doing, and I think my my music ideas and art should speak for themselves and hopefully uh, propagate to all different parts of the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Frog for Life podcast. If you or a friend or family member would like to share your story of your life since graduation, please contact us on social media or leave us a comment on our SoundCloud channel. We look forward to sharing the next story of how horned frogs are changing the world.